Hey, it is Laura with the trigger warnings for this episode. We are putting this down for suicide mentions, internalized queerphobia, misogyny, hate speech towards women, and a brief mention of sexual assault. So take care of yourselves and enjoy this episode. Thanks. There is no such thing as a moral or an immoral book. Books are well written or badly written. That is all. Hey, look, it's, hey, a, look, butterfly. it's a butterfly. Reading rainbows. How long are your showers? Mine? Um, they're like they're a whole fucking event. They're like uh, (laughs) I'd say you know twenty to twenty to thirty minutes. Well, they have to be if you don't shower that often. Exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I make up for is like I don't do a lot of mini showers in between so my i just mm. take up what would be like my you know five five minute showers mm-hmm. and just do one 30 minute shower and then do that again in five days wow. so i think it works out well because what's the process yeah i love i'm a, i'm about to tell you okay so i got well part of it is the shower stream on my shower isn't that good oh okay and i have really thick hair mm, mm. uh the other part is so like I get in the shower. Okay, also... Okay, yeah. So I get in the shower. Yeah. Shampoo my hair. Depending on the time... If it's first thing of the day or last thing of the day, I'll also brush my teeth. Yeah. After I've washed my hair. And then I will um, put... I have, like, special acne medication yeah. that I put on my face and my entire body because I'm riddled with it everywhere. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then I will put in conditioner and I'll leave it in there. And then yeah. I will use body wash and wash the rest of my body with that isn't the acne medication. And then sometimes, okay. because I have a horrible cat who pees everywhere and <laughs> yeah. pees on a mat that's just outside of the litter box because I know he'll pee there. Uh-huh. Sometimes I take that in the shower with me and I wash that because it's full of pee. Oh, well, you're... In, Is yeah, that nice. disgusting? Maybe, but okay. I'm doing it. <laughs> so then that takes a little extra time too. And then oh. I'm all rinsed off and then I'm done. Uh, okay. And, you know, sometimes definitely when I'm shampooing my hair, I got to take a little break because my yeah. arms hurt from being held in that position for so yeah, long. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, th- well, listen, le- that would be a good life hack would be to, like, if you need to save time on laundry, just get in the shower with your clothes on, wash yeah. them while you're in there, hang them up to dry when you're done. You did laundry I feel like that's day. An, I feel like that's like an iCarly kind of thing. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> Really? Sam or someone has probably done that. Gotcha. Nice REI mug. Um, I loved iCarly when it was coming out, but now with like all of the tea being spilled. Now it's tainted. Yeah. About the toxicity of it. It's like, oh, now I can't. Can't Dang. like that anymore. But Jeanette McCurdy um, deserves to have a good time. Well, yeah. And you also, yeah. you deserve to have a good long shower process. Um, everybody deserves Thank that. You. And I'm glad you get that every seven or 10 days or whatever it is. Um what about you? Um, I okay. So this the reason I brought this up is it, I've always like in my life taken like three to four to five minute showers. Um, Damn. And yeah, I just like recently came up there like, well, how do you get everything done? And I'm like, what do you mean? How do I get everything done? You put your shampoo in, you then it washes out. I put my setup on my face, rinses off immediately, put conditioner on, soap my body, and then I rinse it all out and I'm out. You know, <laughs> like. 
only it were that simple. I, that's it. <laughs> like, that's all, that's all it is. Um, you know, if it weren't weird, I would take you into the shower with me and show you me <laughs> doing those things and show you how long it takes me. What's stopping you? We don't live in the same state. And I don't want to get my phone wet. Okay. Um. So, yeah, I'm the split shower, but I will also shower every day. Um. I'm trying not to shower if I don't go anywhere because of, like, the climate crisis. <laughs> That's my contribution. Oh, um, pish posh. Unless you're Shell Gas Company, take as many showers as you or want. Or BP or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do it like often. So maybe I just don't get as dirty in between showers. Maybe I'm just not a nasty human. Yeah, I'm maybe I'm just sorry not. About a... it. <laughs> maybe I'm not just sorry. disgusting. Um, but yeah, and I'm like, I get, I'm, I'm clean when I'm out. Like I, everything's good interesting i don't know i was like if i added time if i try to take a longer shower i would just be standing there i would just stand there in the water i don't know i don't know what i'm doing i mean i know that i take longer showers i think like all because i'll when i like shampoo my hair I, i like step out of the stream and like get in there and it just takes a while and then i think for me, mentally, I just, I, you know, like, the harder you scrub, the cleaner you get mentality. Uh-huh. Or, like, the harder you squeeze the soap, the more, like, I don't know, bubbles are going to come out. And the bar yeah. soap is like, uh-huh. ow, not the case. Okay, but here's another thing, though. Like, there was a point in time where I really thought I was going to take care of myself and I would shower every day. And I was working out every day. And I just wouldn't wash my hair every day, but I'd, like, yeah. shower my body. Right. Uh, and I think then... Even then, I think it took maybe like maybe five minutes, maybe ten minutes. I don't know. I was just fucking around in there. I yeah. guess. Oh my gosh! No, I I will also like just do body showers a lot of the time. I'll just like. Yeah. I will also say though, like, I knew that I wasn't an efficient shower, and that's kind of why I don't like taking showers. Is because I don't like moving from one state to another state of like being wet and then being dry. Like. Mm. Yeah. So I guess if, I'm like, if I'm in the shower, I'm just going to be in the shower, y'all. I will, no, I will like, I will shower at like, say, seven. And then, um, like, at 10 p.m., when I go to bed, like, my hair is still damp. That is like, uh, not good <laughs> for like your scalp and stuff. But also, then. Oh, okay. really? Yeah. Or like, yeah, I just like, you know, it makes it itchier in the morning. Um, oh, boo. But I saw this on like TikTok um, that like, there's like this hair porosity thing. I don't know if I've mentioned it to you, but like, it's how much. Um, your cuticles are open or not so like you know your hair can be porous or not if it's like okay so mine it must be like low porosity because like for high porosity stuff they're like yeah if your hair like dries in like 30 minutes or something then you have blah 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 and i was like 30 minutes what it's possible um i don't think that because air goes through the hair or whatever i don't know like sure yeah sure i'm like that's weird i think that's white people shit (laughs) yeah i'm sorry but like my hair is hella thick and there's nothing mm-hmm. I can do, but mm-hmm. I felt the papery, wispy straws. Yeah. The clouds. Some of my fellow white people friends. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, you freaking blow through that and all your hair blows away. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Or like they say, um, this conversation is going on a lot. Um, it doesn't matter. It doesn't this matter. Is important. No, this is us. This is us. This is for us. Um, that like the, uh, with the hair porosity thing that like oh you can also tell if it's like high porosity if like when you put so like i use argan oil occasionally in my mm-hmm. hair if it like soaks up the argan oil um because my it just it's oily like it's just oily hair when i put it in yeah so that that blew my mind is that like in this declassified school survival guide um 
that episode where there was like the boys versus girls car wash and the boys they were like really fast at their car wash yeah but all the cars came back at the end of the day because they were like there's dirt everywhere yeah, they, well because they were just smearing around the dirt because yeah, you just moved it around it. on the car you didn't get it off of it so welcome to reading rainbow the podcast where we have mandated friendship time because we're adults now and we can't do that's that how normally. you do it yeah that's yeah. how you do it that's you trap your friends you... with obligations yeah, where it's now a commitment rather yeah. than just a, I don't know, what's the opposite of a, but it's a freely is, chosen activity. But no, but when you're an adult, there are no freely chosen things. No, it's except true. For choosing to take showers. Yeah. And, and choosing how long you're going to be in that shower. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. And those are the only freedoms. Yes. It. It's like, you've heard of baby trapping? Well, this is pod trapping. <laughs> what is baby trapping? Um, What? <laughs> I think it's the concept of like you're in a relationship and then you have a baby and it's oh, like you sure. can't leave me now. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's pod. I think trapping. I read a poem once where it was like, no, this will get too graphic. Never mind. Okay. But it was about baby trapping. Okay. I just forgot that that's what it was called. Um. Yeah. No. So this is friendship trapping. Um. Yeah. It's a podcast where we force each other to read <laughs> books. That some of us or neither of us, one of us or neither of us had to read in school. Yeah. And we talk about it. Rarely both of us, but you know. Um, right. It's pretty rare that we both have read it. Um, for example, so this month is The Picture of Dorian Gray by Oscar Wilde. Woo! So did you have to read this in your high school middle school times? No, I did have to read uh, Oscar Wilde, The Importance of Being Earnest. Earnest in um my first ever uh class with kate aspengren oh my freshman year of college but i never had to read because that's a play right gray yeah yeah did we read that together no no it was for a comedy class which was interesting wasn't that funny personally but you know (laughs) i also don't have the sensibilities of a 1800s of an 1800s white man so yeah an Irish man, I mean. But he's very dashing. Wow. I'm looking at a picture right <laughs> now. On he he's smolders. got such piercing eyes. He's smolders. Um I actually that's you? not really a smoldering look. That's really just a uh, eyes out of fire. <laughs> well, Straight you know, piercing I, gaze. Because mine's like he's like this. Are you like, I'm on Wikipedia? Smoldering. I'm on Wikipedia too. Yeah, I'm looking at the same photo. <laughs> I mean I painting or whatever they call smoldering. it. Smoldering. Interesting. I think I think he's far too alert. We gotta take a Twitter poll right now. I'm gonna create it right now. He's far too. um, He's far too attentive to be smoldering. He's too present. He's too present. Um, For a second, I thought you were gonna say it was our playwriting class. One of our two playwriting classes we ever took together. Um, No, think goodness because i would have forgotten it um i've never had to i think one time i discussed attempting to in high school and sure. i didn't that, great that's it and that's the story kids folks and that's the tea mm-hmm. okay i'm putting this out right now and y'all will know that we are recording on october 1st the first day but- of spooky season <laughs> i turned into a skeleton last night okay Wait, you can't do a poll? What the freaky? Huh? Oh my gosh, you can't do a poll and a picture at the same time? Shama. How are the people going to know? Okay, fine. I'll say, look at the picture below. Is he smoldering? Yes. And I'm going to put 
Laura and no Laura. So the people really okay, know okay. that it's not really a it's not really the answer. It's the political choice. Yeah. It's a bipartisan choice. They know they know <laughs> what their vote is going for. <laughs> yeah, who they what stand is, for. What this is really about. <laughs> um Okay, so smoldering, maybe unsmoldering man, Oscar Wilde. Um so yeah, yeah you didn't have to, you attempted, but you were like, no. Yeah, we no didn't so neither of us have read picture of Dorian Gray. Got it. Um where do we go from here? <laughs> um we can go I will give you a book fact that I'm looking up right now. This very second. Wow. I have Yeah. Oh, I did look up author facts. So although I have not read this book, I have I have read the play. Oh, does this not even fucking count? Christ. <laughs> I guess this is actually an author fact, so it's not really related <laughs> to the book, but I'm gonna share it anyway. Gross indecency. Okay, so I haven't read a picture of Dorian Gray, but I have read Gross Indecency, The Three Trials of Oscar Wilde, which is a play, Mm. and it is about uh, homosexuality, specifically sodomy, Um, uh, and Wilde had a relationship with someone named Lord Alfred Douglas. Douglas. I remember reading it, and I wasn't really that interested, but now that I've read uh, a picture of Dorian Gray, which I think has a lot of queer undertones absolutely but also a lot of of hate absolutely um i am interested i would be interested to read it again okay what's your okay well my thunder has been stolen i won't name by whom but i'm so sorry (laughs) the author fact what's that um so Oscar Wilde had, we have a lot of facts about him. We just know a lot about him. He's Irish. Um, he kind of rose to prominence with his plays. So he prosecuted the Marquis, Marquis of Queensbury for criminal libel. Mm-hmm. But in the process, it came out that he was the lover of Lord Alfred Douglas. And so he um, was arrested and tried for gross indecency, sent to prison, left the country. And yeah, his writing was a lot darker after that, it looks like. And I, I just want to point out that his Wikipedia page is very extensive, like more extensive, I would say, than that of like um, like Tom Cruise. Because like there's early life. More than Tom Cruise? <laughs> there's, well, there's, there's so many sections. The early life, university education, apprenticeship of an aesthete. <sighs> More um, than Tom Cruise. Prose, prose writing, theatrical just, career, trials, imprisonment, decline. I'm aghast. Because, and in, in, within decline, the subsections are exile, death, burial, posthumous, pardon, and honors. So he was pardoned in 2017. That's um, when he was pardoned posthumously. Um, yes, pardoned for homosexual acts, which was yeah. officially known as the Alan Turing Law because Alan Turing yeah. as well was also persecuted. He had bovine being, disease. Um, for being gay. This is, that's, mm. wow, that was five years ago. Okay. Okay. Damn. We're catching up. Yeah. We're getting there. Um, in the, yeah, again, the entire time we've been reading his books of this criminal, apparently. Sad, but you know, what is this book about? Um, I'm reading the Goodreads blurb for The Picture of Dorian Gray by Oscar Wilde. Oscar Wilde's only novel is the dreamlike story of a young man who sells his soul for eternal youth and beauty. In his celebrated work, Wilde forged a devastating portrait of the effects of evil and debauchery on a young... Uh, ace... Esthete? 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 <laughs> <laughs> 
in late 19th century England. Combining the elements of the gothic horror novel and decadent French fiction, the book centers on a striking premise. As Dorian Gray sinks into a life of crime and gross sensuality, his body retains perfect youth and vigor, while his recently painted portrait grows day by day into a hideous record of evil, which he must keep hidden from the world. For over a century, this mesmerizing tale of horror and suspense has enjoyed wide popularity. It ranks as one of Wilde's most important creations and among the classic achievements of its kind. And blurb. Nice. Esthete. Esthete. <laughs> I never turned down an opportunity to pronounce um, the word aesthetic. Yeah, I know, but that was not that word. I don't even, it's like not athlete and it's not aesthetic. It's it's not ascetic. It's steep. <laughs> A-S-T. That was a great Goodreads blurb. Um, Thank you. Yeah. What, what what about you? If you had to put it in your own words. Yeah. Okay. This is, we're going to go off of memory. So okay. <laughs> um, I would say if I had to tell someone, so we open the book, first of all, there's a preface and it's this whole personal essay about art and all these like very profound things about art. Um, and I don't quite appreciate it. I don't quite remember all the takeaways, just that art is great and it's this abstract, unattainable thing. Um, and then we open up and so there's three people that really you need to remember. There's Dorian Gray, who is like 20-ish, who is so beautiful. Um, and hot. Basil or Basil, depending on where you're from. Basil is a painter and he has like come across Dorian Gray and Dorian Gray is his current muse and Basil's very like, he's very sensitive and he's like, my art is the best thing ever and I need Dorian Gray in my life forever and ever. And then there's Henry who's also called Harry sometimes. Um, sure. This is just, just great. Um, who is like Basil's friend and Basil knows like, ah, you're a bad guy and he's like a hedonist, which like hedonism. What about sheetanism? Mm. What about they didism? Anyway, um, feminism. So hedonist. I looked this up. This is, it's it means a lot of things. It's people who think that um, we are motivated by pleasure. You know, like we are always seeking pleasure and seeking to decrease our pain. Or people who think that you should live that way. Um, mm. That's hedonism. You get in touch with Aldous Huxley. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um, mm. it, it's all connected. Basil, good, sensitive painter. Henry bad hedonist i don't know so he meets dorian gray and he's like wow you're so beautiful too bad you're gonna die in age and stuff and dorian yeah. gray has like never never thought about this once in his 20 years and he's like never known he's beautiful until this moment so then basil reveals his portrait of dorian um well she's like painted other paintings before but this is the first one that was of dorian like as he was as like a regular dude and not just like him photoshopped into like narcissist or whatever <laughs> um there you are <laughs> I, I painted you at the last supper <laughs> every apostle yeah. at the last supper <laughs> he's like here i painted you <laughs> yeah so this is like so this is a picture of dorian um and Dorian's like, oh, I'm so beautiful, but oh, I'm so sad because I'll die again. He's never thought about this until now. Um, and yeah. he wishes out loud that I wish that this picture could age instead of me. And that like if I get old and sin, that the picture could take on that burden instead of me. Um, 
And everyone's like, oh, whatever. And they like, they go on and live They're like, life. well, yeah, what a wish. Anyways, have fun living yeah. and dying. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Bye. See y'all later. <laughs> um, so Henry is like, I love Dorian. Like, I, um, he's like, likes hanging out with him, but he's also like, I'm going to convert him to my ways. So, um, like, Dorian and Henry slash Harry become better friends. Basil, I don't know, he just continues on. So Dorian is slowly being corrupted into the hedonist ways and stuff like that. But then he goes to this like little theater and he never takes a he never misses an opportunity to say how like gross and dumpy it is. Um, but he's meets Sybil Vane, um, who is an actress there. She's um like a teen and he falls in love with her and they have this whole flirtation where she does not know his you know, this whole thing where she does not know his name. Um she's Ooh, got a sexy. She's got a brother who's like jealous that she's guys a guy, but the brother sh- like sails away because he's got a soldier or something um so dorian is in love with sybil vane and then he's like do he's ugh, there's so many dudes he's like yeah. harry basil you have to come meet my lady and they're like eh, okay we'll go um and they go and sybil vane she's been a fantastic actress up to this point and that's what dorian's loved about her but mm-hmm. now that she knows what love is, she can't act because she's like i can't pretend to love when i'm really in love so this, and this causes an uproar. Like, people leave the theater. People are disgusted by her bad acting. Um, Harry and Basil are like, sorry, dude. Your girl's pretty, but uh, she... That's a dunce. That's that's nothing. Um, so then Dorian tells her that he doesn't love her anymore, um, that the their little engagement's off, um, and she then that night kills herself. But Dorian goes back. He looks at his portrait, and he notices that his face on the portrait has a cruel sneer. Um... Whatever that really means, I don't know. Um, so then he's like, oh my god, did this, is this, did my wish come true? Um, so he, like, the next day he tries to rectify it. He's like, I'm going to go talk to her and, like, apologize. He's like, I'm going to tell her I'll marry her after all. Um, yeah. Harry comes by and he's like, first of all, he's like, she is dead and she killed herself last night. Um, and Dorian's <laughs> like, oh my god. But, but he also, like just he's like but like if you'd married her it would have been the bad move anyway because like you know you wouldn't have been happy and like he's also like yeah. woman oh my gosh harry's a woman hater he's like um yeah he spits some interesting bars and i wrote a lot of them down because oh, i was just like please i was listening to it and i was like this is not pleasant for my ears this is so he's a, a huge misogynist he's just like women suck marriage is awful um you made the right move, is what he says, essentially. Um, so then, like, um, Dorian's, like, looks at the p- picture. And he's It's basically confirmed, you know, that, like, the portrait is taking on, like, all of his sins instead of him. So then 18 years go by. Um, he's like, sweet. Uh, I can commit any sin I want. So he does not age. He looks 20 still at these 18 years. Um, there's this whole chapter about this book that, like, lord henry gave him and it's very unclear what this book is about like it tells you what it's about but it doesn't make any sense um but basically they blame this book for poisoning dorian like that's the last straw where he becomes a bad person now um Mm -hmm. the nail in the coffin so to speak yeah so society has like spurned him because um that first of all they're weirded out that he still looks 20 um as they should be and He's also, like, made a lot of enemies because he, like, what would happen is that people would become his friend and then he would, stuff would happen. And then those people would, like, 
becomes horribly depressed. They would lose their reputation. Like a lot of bad things would happen. It does not get into the particulars. Like it leaves a lot for you to like imagine. Um, but then he stumbles across Basil because they have not really been talking since till now. Basil's like, try, he's really like trying to be a good friend. He's like, oh my God, I haven't seen you in forever. I was trying to drop by your house and like, I'm going to Paris and like all these things. He's trying to like catch up and Dorian's like, I'm going to wait for me. Um, but Basil's like, like, hey. you're pathetic and you're disgusting. Yeah. Um, Basil's like, hey, but I've heard like all these horrible rumors that you've like been doing all these terrible things to people. Like they can't be true, can they? Um, and Dorian's like, yep. Yeah, that's me. Um, and Basil's like, no, not you, never. And he's like, I wish I could see into your soul. And Dorian's like, bet. Uh, because he's been paranoid this entire time, so he's locked his mm-hmm. picture away in a dark, creepy attic. So he shows Basil the painting. And at this point, it's like horrible. He's like, he's aged a lot. He says his hands are bloated. He's like, all these things have happened to the, por- the portrait. And Basil's like, kind of horrified that like his painting has done this. Um, yeah. And has led to Dorian doing these things. And then Dorian's like, you're disgusting and I hate you. And he stabs Basil. Um, so Basil's body is in the attic. And he, like, Dorian takes a lot of more steps to, like, conceal the murder. And then he, like, calls upon this guy who we also screwed over to, who's a chemist, to come dissolve the body. He explains to him very calmly, like, I need you to dissolve the body. And then Dorian blackmails him or something. He writes something down on a piece of paper that, like, makes this guy faint or something like that. And then, so it happens that the body is dissolved. But then that guy also commits suicide. Dorian is, like, feeling not good. So he goes to an opium den. Um, There, he, he meets other people that he's, like, you know. Um, cause to become addicted to opium and then someone calls him Prince Charming which is what Sybil Vane called him and of course Sybil Vane's brother is in the opium den for some reason Classic. Um, so he's like you're the murderer of my sister etc and um, Dorian escapes that situation because he's like no look at my face obviously I'm a 20 year old babe um, it can't be me <laughs> it was 18 years ago but then a lady in the opium den like after he left, tells the brother, no, that's he's been that way for 20 years. So, like, it's him. A hundred percent. Dorian's, like, his paranoia increases. He's still hanging out with Lord Henry. And Lord Henry is just, he has, like, no thoughts about this. He's like, yeah, you're still young. That's so cool. Live it up. Oh, my God. Um, let's get lit. Let's go on a hunting party. Um, this The brother thing doesn't, like, resolve itself because he gets shot at a hunting party by somebody else. There are all these moments where, like, Dorian maybe feels guilty. Yes. And then Henry's like, <laughs> No, no. No, no. No, none of that. No. As a hedonist, I can't allow that. Exactly. No guilt. Um, no accountability. Absolutely not. So, but that experience of like almost having been murdered does change Dorian's mind. He's he to want to become better. Um his great first good deed is to not ruin a village girl that he had been flirting with. Like not tempt her and I guess ruin her reputation or whatever. So he's like, "I did so good. I bet the portrait's fixed now and it's not as worse." <laughs> Um, and there's like blood on the hands of the portrait now too he says there's even more blood now um and he's like well shit like obviously this isn't gonna work if all my good deeds are motivated by wanting to be better so he's like uh, he comes to the conclusion that the only way to do this is to, to like escape is to destroy the painting so he stabs it with the same knife he killed basil with and then there's a huge scream and a lot of hullabaloo. And it's, everybody rushes upstairs to find that there's a stabbed old man in the attic. And the portrait has returned to its original state. <laughs> and that's the end Ooh. of the book. Okay, so this book, um, it reads fairly fast. Like, it's fairly under easy to read, um, unlike... Um, 
Frankenstein. <laughs> Yeah, I would say yeah. it's not it's with that not one. I was like, I really don't know what they just said. But each chapter, I was like, not motivated to read the next chapter because these people suck. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I think because I listened to the book as per usual. I think it was uh, six hours, maybe eight mm-hmm. hours. I don't really remember. But I think I really like jumped the gun in terms of mental. Okay. <laughs> mentally marathoning this because oh. I was like after the first hour I was like and we we had met Dorian Gray and Basil and Lord Henry and whatever yeah and then like I think it was just like after Henry had told him and he and uh Dorian had made his wish I was ready for the book to be over but we yeah. were like an hour in yeah. like, <laughs> my bad not we you haven't even fool. gotten to the part yet yeah like when well, also when I was listening to the book and maybe it was just me. It probably was just me. But I don't remember, like, Dorian making that wish being, like, a huge moment. No. <laughs> he Like, it's not just, like, the air whirled around him and something happened, but then it all turned back to normal. It's just, like, in a very normal conversation, mm-hmm. Lord Henry is like, yeah, you don't, you know, soon. It's just a shame because soon you're going to get old and die. And then he just says, well, <laughs> I don't want to do that. In fact, I wish I could stay more to like this painting. And then they're like, okay, moving on. Yeah. Like, it's yeah it's like um it's not like i'm I'm thinking of like hallmark movies where they're like oh i wish i had stayed with my high school ex and then like a bunch of music plays and overnight they like or like the different dimension (laughs) 16 wishes or whatever with debbie ryan she blows the handle and it's like and it's like everything returns to normal and the next day she wakes up and she's like i'm a movie star (laughs) or it's not like fairly odd parents where he's like i wish i had a sandwich yeah, and it's not <laughs> like Harry Potter when he like picks up his wand and it gets all magical and then it dies back down. Like it's mm-hmm. very little. It's not a dramatic moment. Has... No, no. Okay, so when he's looking at his painting, um, he mentions that there are like hideous lines that seared the wrinkling forehead or crawled around the heavy sensual mouth, Ew. and it like the hands are bloated, the body's misshapen, um, the limbs are flailing is what he says um and do you i just wonder like do you think are those meant to like correspond to specific sins um because like so the first one where he like you know breaks the heart of sybil Vane for a very vain reason um (laughs) my gosh i have so many words to say about that too um so yeah do you think those other signs are like mean something or is it just kind of like general ugliness that he's trying to convey i think it was supposed to correlate over because mm-hmm. you know like when he kills basil it's like blood drips from his hands mm-hmm. the bloated hands uh, i guess you know what is he doing something's happening yes yeah and maybe there's more literary like themes that like you know like maybe everybody knows that bloated hands mean something in literature and like i don't yeah but i don't you know, know. <laughs> right so maybe that's something um and we can't really know because we also don't know the specific sins necessarily that he committed so yeah. it's not like we can correlate but i feel like we can guess like oh really what would you guess sodomy homosexual okay. relations that Got is it. what my guess would be okay I'm- that makes sense what do you th- what about uh, what about the flailing lips <laughs> what about the <laughs> what about the what about like age though because do you think well also like it's kind of a, a double thing because it's both aging while he's not aging and the sin stuff so uh, some of it is signs of age that are just normal others are not yeah and not go to get to too sin. political but have you seen the hands of what's his face who's supposed to like succeed the queen 
What? What do you say? Like, what do you say? I think it's Prince what's George, his face? Charles, Charles, and then like his hands—they're like bloated as hell, and it's really scary. I'm not trying to be rude like that, but like literally, you type in King Charles, and then like hands is one of the things that comes up. Oh. Yeah. Maybe that's just a sign of age. I'm really sorry. I'm not trying to like slander no, and the crown or anything, no. but that's just the truth. And also, I mean, well, I wanted this to be more in my judgments and takeaways, but there is this like, you know, implication in the book of ugliness and age being, you know, equated to like visible sin or whatever, which is not necessarily good because like everyone is going to age. And so we yeah. shouldn't think that one, we shouldn't correlate it with ugliness, right. nor should we assume that it's be- it's a response to sin rather than just exactly. like a natural part of the human body. The flailing limbs, I really don't. Maybe he I was, was like, what do you mean flailing? Maybe you, you, in my head, like the picture I'm, have you ever been to Disneyland and like yes. the Haunted Mansion? No. Okay, well, or like, well, in the Haunted Mansion, it has like these pictures and then like they look one way and then like they look another way, mm-hmm. but there's not a lot of movement. It's just like, you know, you look at it and it just like slowly starts turning into something. But with flailing limbs, I'm like, that's a lot of movement for my yeah. picture to be doing. I don't know about that. I'm like, is this a picture or is this a movie? Come on. I don't have any unanswered questions. I just have a bunch of quotes that are... Questionable. That, yeah, exactly. That Lord Henry had the audacity to say. Yes. So one of them, we'll start off light. I choose my friends for their good looks, my acquaintances for their good characters, and my enemies for their good intellects. That one I felt was kind of charming. And I, okay, here's what I'll also say. Because I jumped the gun, I was, like, instantly judging our characters immediately when we met them, which I guess everyone is supposed to do. But, like, at first, I hated Basil because I was like, what a mopey little bitch. I I was like, oh, boo-hoo. Like, you seem like such a, quote-unquote, like, artist type where you're like, everything is unfair. And I just am so obsessed with you. And, like, he has, you know, like, an unhealthy infatuation with Dorian Gray. And then you have Dorian Gray, who's just young and doesn't know anything. No. And then Henry comes in and he's just like, oh, Basil, you're such a fluffer nutter. And he just like dismisses him. And at first I was like, oh, Lord Henry, at least he's kind of got his head on his shoulders. He's a little more like realistic and not necessarily a nihilistic sense. You know, where he's like, it's not that the world's unfair. It's just that this is the way the world works and we need to work through it. But then he... But then he comes out the gate and he's like, women are better suited to bear sorrow than men. Mm. Uh, I think you've chosen to believe that. And then like, okay, so mm, Lord Henry, maybe shut your mouth. Lord Henry, Harry, maybe be silent. And then Dorian Gray is like, come look at Sybil Vane. Sybil Vane does horribly. So she comes backstage and he's like, what did you do? You've like... I invited all my friends and you've embarrassed me, you've embarrassed yourself, this is disgusting. Ugh. And then Civil Vane says, I've realized, yeah, like, I know what love is and I don't need this anymore. And I did it on purpose because, like, you love me and that's all that matters. And at least this is how I interpret it or something. And then he, like, here's what I wrote down because I, I word texted this while I was listening to it because I was just like, I, what the hell? So I said, what annoyed me about this book was that Dorian Gray is walking around thinking that he is so different and so Mm -hmm. much stronger and much more damaged than everyone else. 
not even that he's better, but that he's worse. And like he's, it's always about him Mm -hmm. in the sense that, again, it's not always that he's like, well, I'm above all these people. It's like, I'm so broken and like, I'm so much more broken than everyone else. And I did not appreciate that. So when he breaks up with Sybil and he's reflecting back on it, he's thinking, wow, I was so heartless and I was so cold. Is there something wrong with me? Mm -hmm. But he's still taking her out of the equation. Yeah. And he's not like, wow, I really hurt her. He's like, wow. I did that, and I was so cold and heartless. I must be super fucked up. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. So then, um, and he remarks that she was crying like a baby, when in reality, he's the baby. And he's the (laughs) fragile one. All it took was, like, one night of her Mm -hmm. just, like, doing not so good. And he's instantly horrified and is like, I could never love you, which means he didn't love her in the first place. No. Honey. Honey. No. No. Also, we didn't bring this earlier, but this is also gothic literature. Like, it was written in the Victorian era. Um, The one time, the only only time I thought that, like, Lord Henry made any sense was, like, it's towards the very end where um, Dorian brings up, you gave me that book 18 years ago, and it, like, Mm -hmm. poisoned me and everything. And um, Lord Henry's like, yeah, that's not possible, but... uh..." (laughs) Mm. And I'm I'm like, you know, it's that's... (laughs) like ah lord henry has a point i know like sometimes i liked lord henry because he did speak some i don't know i i really wavered a lot in this book i was just like but overall it always brought very strong emotions out of me interesting and all of them were mostly negative yeah what you didn't think that uh harry had good advice when he said never trust a woman who wears mauve (laughs) or a woman over 35 who likes pink ribbons or what he said that woman really want to be dominated Dude. Dude. Okay, so like they, so Dorian goes to Lord Henry Harry and he's like, you know what? I made a mistake last night and and I told her she was a baby and a whore and a troglodyte or whatever. Oh, yeah. But I'm going to go and forgive her. And he's like, Lord Henry Harry's like, didn't you get my message? And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I just came to see you. And he's like, she's dead. She died. And then, so Dorian Gray is like feeling remorseful and... Lord Henry mm. Harry comes out mm. the gate and says, you did her a favor. Oh and my you did God. yourself a favor. And she did a favor. And sh- you should thank her that she killed herself because she'll be an experience. That is just... He said that she'll be an experience and that, like, it was like... It, and you mentioned this mm-hmm. in your summary of, like, you, you guys will get married and realize how unhappy you are. Yes. It's better that she remains in this, like, martyrs, whatever. Yeah. And he just goes on and he's just like, she died. Like, uh, what? It, it's like all of this, but like, again, it still removes her from it because mm-hmm. he's like, she died for you. She did this for you. Yeah. This and this woman is, is a prop in your you. life. I know. I was like, oh, oh my gosh. No. Yeah. It was awful. So yeah, he's definitely like, <sighs> I don't want to use this word lightly, but like a psychopath. <laughs> Yeah, no, he, he's I like, mean, he totally is. And he's he also brings up all the time, like, oh, but like I, you know, I it's life is a big experiment and I love watching, you know, experimenting with myself and seeing how things affect me and stuff like that. Like he's above it all. And I'm like, shut the fuck your mouth. <laughs> well yeah, well and then like yeah, he calls Sybil shallow. Yeah. And he's the motherfucker who oh wished that he would stay young forever in a like Yes. A, a portrait painting about himself. So like Ugh. Man, tell me how make it make sense. No, it's a very it's a fairly straightforward book. Yeah, like and they really hand a lot of stuff to you. Like even plot wise, there's not a lot that I can't really just need to like. Doesn't age and is a head is 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 a poop head. And every well, everybody questions the age thing except for Lord Henry. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Lord Henry's like living the great life, never aging. Nice. He's like, fuck yeah, <laughs> too blessed to be stressed. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I don't. Yeah, I have nothing more to say except Henry, Harry, and Dorian Gray out here saying some of the most degrading things about women. Yes. But also being like super gay with each other. Exactly. And they're just like, you are so fine and so attractive and so blessed. And they're like, no, you are. <laughs> anyway, thank goodness that woman died for me. Bye. Oh my God. Um, or like, and stuff like Henry being like, I hate women with a past. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> oh my I hate God. It when a woman has history, you're like, bitch, that's called a life. Yeah. That's a life. I want to get into takeaways and judgments because I don't have any more questions. <laughs> As far as like, so just from like my reading experience judgments, um, yeah, it's a little on the nose. I, it's almost allegorical. I don't really know. It's not allegorical because they're very explicit about like, this is the philosophy we're talking about. But yeah, I wanted to point out that Sybil Vane, um, mm, yeah. they spell it V-A-N-E, but we know what they meant. We talked a bit, yeah, we talked a bit about this, about like how they equate ugliness to immorality. And they imply that like, if Dorian did not have this like painting as like his little, um, soul thing these sins would show on him instead you know what i mean yeah and basil and henry kind of play like the angel and devil on the shoulders thing because yeah, like basil is yeah. very moral it's like towards the end when he's finding out about like how much shit dorian has done he's like you need to like you need to atone for your sins you need to pray to god get yourself <laughs> to a church my man yeah exactly he's like you can like it's okay like you need to do the work to redeem yourself though um yeah but, but I think it's significant that the first scene is in a garden. Garden of Eden. Garden of Hello. Eden. <laughs> um, that's my big thought for the day. Uh, we talked about the misogyny. Um, I also think it's interesting because like, like what's so with the painting and he's like, at first he's like, great, it's going to take all my sins and ugliness and age. He says like, this will be my conscience. But then he kind of like throws that out. He is, he does feel guilt later on. He just doesn't deal with it well. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, like, as far as intended takeaways mm -hmm. goes, my judgment is, like, lots of, lots of things were said that evoked a reaction from yes. me, so I don't know if that's a good, like, you know, mm -hmm. some might say, like, well, that's what a book is supposed to do. Yeah. Others would say, what the hell, why did you say that? Why right. did you write that? Yeah. Um, but intended takeaways, I don't really know. I think maybe schools could maybe use it within historical context mm -hmm. and like try and draw parallels between like the author's life and this book yeah i think there's also you know philosophical i think you can definitely take like biblical references and or like devil and angel yes. parts of it and monsters question mark i was gonna say and like the imagery of like all the orchids and the flowers and the perfumes and stuff like that there's a lot of, i think yeah thematic and symbolism discussions to yeah. be had <laughs> Could talk about gender could talk could talk about like yeah the coded language for this queerness and like how um yeah like how these men talk about their affection and their feelings for each other is very queer coded i wrote here he kisses on headshot at one point he does kiss his portrait <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> have you ever done that kissed a photo of yourself probably i'm not saying i'm not I gonna say I never yeah. i'm probably have i'm not gonna say never um I don't remember though. <laughs> um, overall, parts could be cut. I don't know why we spent a whole chapter talking about like how much perfume he was buying <laughs> and how much, <laughs> how much, how great his taste in fabric was. Actually, a question I would assign, and I'm not qualified to do this, but I would assign. <laughs> um, 
is my that, unqualified question. My unqualified question I would assign is like in the preface he says that there is no such thing as a moral or immoral book or like art does not have morals. Um, mm-hmm. Art is neither moral or immoral. So like, or what's the significance of Dorian thinking that the book poisoned him? Or blaming the book. You know what I mean? What's the point of this art being a reflection of Dorian's sin? Obviously, there's a lot of supernaturalism Mm -hmm. at play in this book. But when you we asked the same question in Macbeth of like, is it a self-fulfilling prophecy or was it caused by this? Like, would Dorian have always been this evil? Obviously, he probably would have aged. Mm -hmm. But like, would he always be? Yes. Mm hmm like tempted to give into this sin or was it because of the paint the portrait and yeah. because he met henry in which case i think that goes into the quote about the immoral or moral books of like you know yeah. it, they are just books and we or it is a painting mm-hmm. and it is what it is but we every viewer chooses to mm-hmm. assign it importance or whatever yeah which i think is a fair argument to make i mean i don't know if it's if this one is trying to make it or not because there are like a lot of conflicts mm-hmm. that our characters face. Yeah, in like this external book. conflicts. Yeah, where, where it is kind of like, no, it had to happen this way. Like, yeah. it was definitely so. I don't know. Sure. I think also. Um, that would be a good, even though it's unqualified, that would be a good question to ask. Yeah, thank you. Um, plus, it's very Lord of the Flies esque in the sense that once, once Dorian has this, like, nebulous, like, permission to act out the sins, like, without mm-hmm. fear of it affecting his public his outer image, not his public image, his outer image, then you could argue that, like, yes, then, like, that gives him mental permission so he's more likely to do it, whereas, like, before he would have been prevented by the, the implication that, like, these sins are this, his aging would That you have, have to wear it, yeah, yeah. shown outward. Also, maybe a little bit of The Crucible, which was not written in that time, but um, those Set both touch on the, like, le- like, legality versus morality and, like, whether those two can, like, are aligned in our society or not. Um, because I was unclear whether Dorian's acts um, during the 18 years that we, again, we don't know what he did. What, if, was he doing like a necessary illegal things? Was he, or was he doing things that were just considered sin? Yeah, were they mores or were they full? Exactly. Full I was like, was are he just like, socially unacceptable? Like, ooh. Yeah, you, was he like you looting? <laughs> <laughs> was he just like, <laughs> like, like crop dusting people. Chaotic. Yeah, like was he like I'm gonna look all the plates in the room before everybody sits down. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? This is my was he chaotic or was he a criminal? Oh my god. Okay, but like, uh, not what's I don't want to know what sin you commit. But like, what what social mores would you break if you knew that there's gonna be no repercussions? I mean, I already. I know. I know you're pretty liberal last, with your like. Ep- <laughs> I know. I was like, I'm pretty liberal with the sins I do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, what, what like social norm would you break? Is what, <laughs> if you could? I don't know if I could. Like, again, knowing that there would be no repercussions, because yeah. I think sometimes the point of it is you do it because there will be, yeah, repercussions. I guess I'd like walk around naked. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Go, be yeah. Pretty just... fun and liberating. Yeah. I uh, uh, probably loot a lot. I probably do a lot of looting. <laughs> okay. Um, just, yeah, just take stuff and walk out. Um, yeah. I would. Um, I want. So in L.A. Noir, the video game, um, you like drive around L.A. to your different like detective cases, and yeah. the game has a whole like it simulates the whole city of L.A. 
Um, and you can drive according to the, like, the traffic laws, but you can also, like, so the game removes people if you do this, but, like, you can drive yeah. any, anywhere the car can go, you can, like, drive. And, like, <laughs> You're like, I'm in the, I'm in the Macy's department store. Yeah, like, you can, or you can, like, drive, like, off a hill if you want and, like, land down <laughs> below if you want to skip traffic. So I, I really want, I would, I really wish I could do that. Just take my car, drive on the left side just to get around people. Um, obviously, I would, yeah. obviously there's a lot of conditions here, you know, I would want to, like, not get caught. I would want to, like... <laughs> Not, not hurt anyone. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, actually, I would take up all the laundry machines every time when I go to the laundry room. Um, because, like, now, okay, what I do now is if all the machines are open, I'll only take two. How generous. Yeah. But if I, I did could, laundry I last night. Nice. Maybe, like, parking in handicapped spots just because I'm lazy. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> um... No, I guess that's still like legal, illegal, but like mm-hmm. a social moray. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess like interrupting people, I already do that, but I always do feel bad about it when I notice I'm doing it. Yeah, every time but you if say no moray, one cared. every time you say moray, it makes me think of that game. Um, crocodile moray, crack, crack, crack. A cinco 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 sac sac. A cinco cinco molo, 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 molo. One, don't... two, three, four, five. <laughs> I mean, I think we had a very similar thing, but ours was. Quack diddlyosa, quack quack quack, senorita, rita rita ria, flora, 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 one, two, three, four. I've never heard that. I didn't know those were the version. That's amazing. I'm just shocked. I'm like, whoa, there's a different equivalent game. And you know, if you really wanted to, you could cheat in that game by doing the calculation of how many yes. people are in the thing and where it starts and like uh-huh. the syllables or whatever, but also... No, but the game assumes that I would you're not a kid waste and... my mores. Yeah, I would, and I would not waste my, you know, mores breaking for that. Oh wow, yeah. So, um, okay, do we want to rate this baby? Yeah. Sweet. What do you rate it? Four. I was gonna say a four too. Okay. I was like, it wasn't yeah. the worst. Like I said, it evoked no. a lot of emotions for me. It does a lot of clear laying out. Yes. But I also feel like I never need to read this again. No, I feel like well, part of it is like you know the social themes of misogyny and uh, yeah, yeah, hating women and stuff like that. Uh, and, That's yeah. a big no for me. Um, and yeah, I get like you said, like the queer coding slash like queer shaming. Um, yeah kind of weird but also mostly because it needs to be cut down <laughs> and i need this what this what, i need what they're talking about with that poisonous book to be clear i don't know what they're talking about um oh i change it okay i know what my social moray would be oh okay i'm sorry um it would be that i can pull out a book of sudoku and do it at any time like like okay. in a le- in a lecture okay. or like obviously not while i'm driving but you know what i mean yeah like, that i could or I could, like, start knitting or doing something Ooh. while, like, a movie or a lecture is happening. Because, one, in classroom settings, it's considered rude. Mm-hmm. And two, in movies, it's considered rude. So it's, all, I think, it's always wait, considered rude. My- and the only excuse you ever get, I feel like, is if you're like, oh, I have ADHD or something. And or think, I'm not yeah. about to... Yeah, or you're like, oh, it's because of blah, blah, blah. But I'm just like... I mean, I don't have that official diagnosis. I'm not about to claim that. Yeah. But I do just get... Like, I can focus better if I can do this stuff, but yeah. I don't want to have to explain that every time. I know, yeah, that is a hurdle for sure in the way of that. Um, I thought of another one, is that if I want to leave a conversation without yeah. saying goodbye, I just go. You can just. I just leave. Like, and I'm not, I'm not talking like text ones, like obviously, but like no physical ones, just like 
Okay, I'm going yeah. now. <laughs> but, like, not saying that. Just leaving. Walking away. I think I would like, yeah, another one would be, it's okay for me to just say, like, hey, can we not do small talk? And, like, I don't really care yeah. what's going just, on with you. <laughs> basically, yeah. And I you mean, don't care what's going on. Like, and I don't feel like sharing with you can we be done. With yes. just, like, acquaintances, like, you know, like, sitting in a hair salon, yeah. whatever, taking an Uber. Mm-hmm. Talking to you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you would never. Just kidding. I would never. You would never. I'm um, confident about that. Or like, yeah, so. I've pod trapped you. It's impossible. You're like, actually, that's uh, yeah. illegal. Yeah. Okay. Um, good. So four is all around. Okay, my recommendation. Um, yes. It's really not truly a recommendation, but it's The Midnight oh, Library by Matt Haig. Um, oh, really? Not in the sense that I enjoyed it, because I didn't. Um, mm-hmm. More in the sense that it's um, <laughs> someone who gets to go and try stuff out and has no consequences as a result, except for um, she becomes a better person. and. Uh, How, must be nice. Yeah, right? I guess so. She's not even like Less. that bad. Of, she's not a bad person to begin with. Um, she just doesn't like her life, and then every little step she takes, it's like life altering. It's not just like ripple effect. It's like a tsunami effect. She's like, yeah. well, what if I did? What if I went left instead of right? And they're like, well, your mom's dead. Yeah, it's and you're also the president, and you're like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not. I don't. It's. I would say so. Like you know, it's um. So the, the premise of the book is that she has committed suicide because, um, you know, she's very depressed and a lot of things have gone wrong. And she gets to go to this midnight library in the time between life and death and gets to, like, try out all these alternate universes um, just to learn the lesson that life gets better and that if she um, survived that one night, that literally all her problems will be fixed the next day. So that's not a great suicide uh, message. Mm, yeah. It's just the Not feeling the of the... Best. But also, this book doesn't have a great suicide message. Um, yeah, so... So, from one bad message to another, that's the connection. <laughs> um, and my recommendation is Coraline by Neil Gaiman. Oh! Uh, Both the book or the movie, but it's about a character who doesn't like their life and they wish things would change. Yeah. It features a woman. It is written by a man. It is. But... I, and it's... As far as the movie goes, hella spooky. And I would say the book is spooky, too. Mm -hmm. Especially, again, of course I listen to it. And Neil Gaiman is a pretty good... I like listening to him read his own stuff. Yeah. Um, I think I never read the book and I never saw the movie. I only read the graphic novel. And that's how I know the story. Oh, dude. We gotta watch the movie. Ooh. Okay. Okay. And what have you been reading since last time? And what are you currently reading? And what would you recommend? Uh, If any. Okay. So, yeah. Still slow. And that's okay. Since last time, I've only finished the picture of Dorian Gray, but I have still been making progress in A Master of Gin by P. Jelly Clark, which I did look up. Mm-hmm. That's how you say it. Boom. Boom. Love it. Don't know when I'll finish it. But you like it. But I like it. Yeah. And you want to save that. You it's know, gay. you don't have to rush through it. Yeah, exactly. I, you know me, I'm on that grind of listening to... Uh, Magic Treehouse books. Yes. To yeah. fill in. I think next year I'm going to take a break and maybe I'll read nothing new because I think I've... Yes, I've, join my, my club of... Uh, yeah. Join the club. I'm on my third year of reading or listening to 100 Things. Yeah. And really it has not done me well. I don't remember half the books I've read 
and that's blah, what blah, I blah, felt. So. I felt that I just ground through books that I, I mean, like, didn't really. I was just a grind, essentially. Yeah, it was a grind to and grind and to grind. say that I ground, and um, I, I've done grounded, and I've done grounded, and this year has been great. <laughs> so I think I'm I'm about to hop on that train, but until then. Uh, I think the last time we talked, I was reading Mummies in the Morning. Yeah. I have finished Mummies in the okay, Morning. Good. <laughs> Pirates past noon. I know, right? Afternoon on the Amazon, Night of Ninjas, Dolphins at Daybreak, Ooh. Midnight on the Moon, Sunset of the Sabretooth, Lions at Lunchtime, Ghost Town at Sundown. I guess I'd oh, recommend yeah, any yeah. of them. They're like, you know, I just listen to them They're while cute. I like drive to school and I finish like six of them on yeah. the commute. So it's great. I'm currently listening to Polar Bears Past Bedtime. Oh. And uh, I'm listening to The Lost Daughter by Elena Ferrante. Okay. Which was turned into a Netflix thing that I think, a Netflix movie that I think was directed by Maggie Gyllenhaal, which I haven't seen. But um, so far, I mean, I think I'm maybe like five minutes into it. And the picture, the cover, the book cover, not the Netflix movie cover, is a little doll facing away from you but her dress is zipped down so you can see her butt cheeks oh my god <laughs> so i don't know what that means what? <laughs> yeah um anyways okay. so yeah the sheedonism <laughs> i'm here for the sheedonism yeah so the thedonism well that brings it us to the end of the podcast um if you finally I will say I had this not that I don't have fun on all of our other yeah. recordings but I think we derailed from the book a lot but I didn't mind it I agree I I think this is a good recording and um appreciate the pace that we took yeah I think y'all are in for a treat yeah. if you agree with us and you want more derailments or if you disagree and you want us to stay on track you can let us know by contacting us via our email or our Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, Laura, if you will do the honors of spelling out the email and the Twitter. Of course. I'll spell it out for you right now. So the email Thank is readingnotreading at gmail.com. R-E-A-D-I-N-G-N-O-T-R-E-A-D-I-N-G at gmail.com. Twitter is at sign rednotreadpod. At sign R-E-A-D-N-O-T-R-E-A-D-P-O-D. Tweet. Tweet, tweet. That's us. Um, other things. We have a bookshop. Mm-hmm. And on that bookshop, we have an affiliate link. Bookshop itself is, uh, I don't know, an organization that book is. Bookselling website. Uh, it's a bookselling website that supports independent bookstores. Mm-hmm. And if you use our affiliate link, which can be found in the episode description, we get a 10% commission on any books you purchase from that website. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that helps us do housekeeping things like keep the lights on. Pay our hordes of assistants. Yeah, all of our assistants. And I, But I'm not even lying to y'all. Like, we do have expenses, okay? okay. We have expenditures. Yeah. So uh, Yeah, you think that and then, copies of this public domain Dorian Gray are just lying out there? You're right. But some books are not. <laughs> but some of them are not. Yeah. Um, and then we have a website where you can find all of our back catalog, as well as the links to our bookshop and our Twitter, and I think our email's up there too. Uh-huh. And also, make sure to look out for our bonus episodes, where we read one chapter of one book for the entire year. Yeah. We are coming to the end of our first season of the bonus episodes. Yes. 
we're what, reading what book were in, we reading? We're reading Animorphs: The Invasion by K.A. Applegate. So that one's great. And one of us doesn't swear, but there is still swearing. So be prepared. Yeah. There is still swear words like piss and other things like that. Uh, except there, there's not swear words like piss because piss isn't a swear. But there's other swear words that are actually swears. Yeah. So that's neither here nor there. Finally, we hope that you enjoyed this. And we will see you when it is no longer spooky season and it's wholesome colonizer season. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Bounty um, full harvest season. Um, yeah. Where we read Wuthering Heights by Emily Bronte. We did that? Oh, God. I know. <laughs> to ourselves. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs>